Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast with Dr. Stylianos Kabakis. Dr. Kabakis is a data scientist, statistician, and blockchain expert with a mission to educate the public about the wonderful capabilities of technologies like AI, data science, and DLTs. These technologies have the potential to transform the world, the economy, and our lives. However, there is too much misinformation around tech, and so most people are just confused about what is true and what is not. Whether you are a CEO, an entrepreneur, or just an enthusiast, the Data Scientist Podcast helps you separate reality from hype. Hi, everyone. In this episode, I want to discuss about forecasting. And more specifically, I want to discuss about why forecasting seems to be so hard to do in practice. As I record this episode, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. It's May, early May. It looks like that uh, some countries are discussing about loosening their lockdowns, but many others are afraid that that's a bad idea. And also many experts believe that there might be a second resurgence, a second peak of the virus later on. And the whole debate is around forecasting, really. So it's about, okay, can we predict what's going to happen with the virus this month, next month, you know, in, in a year from now? And it's about predicting. Yeah, it's about predicting the future. And that's fundamentally a very difficult problem. And, you know, if you go through the, some of the discussions that, you know, you see on social media, you see that there's a lot of confusion from the average person as to why, you know, why we don't have better models, why the governments don't know any better, why scientists don't know any better. And I believe this frustration is justified to a large extent because really we should be able to do better, but we should be able to do better not only in creating better models for forecasting, but also in educating the public yeah, as to how this model works, when we can trust them and when we cannot trust them. And I believe that this creates a lot of frustration to the public. You know, the many people feel insecure. They feel that the governments might not really know what they're doing. The experts don't know what, really what they're saying. And we've also seen this in other cases, like with climate warming, with global warming, sorry, climate change and global warming with the public sometimes saying, you know, I don't believe these experts or there's some experts that have different opinions, etc. And what I'm going to try and do in this episode is explain briefly why forecasting is fundamentally a very difficult problem. So I'm not claiming that I have some kind of magic model which is going to predict, you know, how the virus, how the pandemic will unfold. But what I'll try to do is to explain to anyone who's listening on this episode why it is not easy to forecast and to understand when to trust models, forecasting models, and when not to trust them. So, forecasting models work well when there are three conditions that hold. Yeah? Forecasting models work well when we understand that factors that contribute to a phenomenon, we have a significant amount of data to study this phenomenon, and the forecasts that we make do not affect the phenomenon itself. Yeah. So what do I mean by that? Let's say that we want to predict the weather. Yeah. So for the weather, over centuries of studying it, we have a good understanding of what can cause what, right? So we have a good understanding of the physical system of all the interactions. 
we have an insane amount of weather data. Yeah, we've been collecting data for again for centuries and from many different countries. And finally, if we forecast the weather, if we say, yeah, tomorrow is going to be sunny or tomorrow is going to rain, then this is not going to change the weather, right? We're making a prediction. On the other hand, COVID-19 is a completely different case. First of all, we don't really understand the disease. Okay, I think this has been made very clear from the onset. Like, we're still trying to figure it out. There are like millions now being spent, maybe even in the range of billions, trying to really understand this virus, get the vaccine going, etc. We don't have enough data. So when the virus first showed up, we had some data from China, but this data was not really very accurate and no one really knows why was that. There was lots of confusion until the World Health Organization declared that, yes, this is a pandemic and we need to take drastic measures. And right now, I mean, it's early May and we still don't know what is the true mortality rate of the virus. Yeah, so we have some good approximations of how many people, for example, get infected, but still, we don't have a clear picture around this. And finally, our models, they can affect the thing that we're trying to forecast. So if, for example, we say that, you know, we have a model and, and the model says that, you know, the mortality rate is high and there are going to be many people that are going to die and blah, 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 then governments are going to take action against the virus and this will make, basically, this will invalidate our predictions, right? But if, you know, if the government, let's say, ignored this, then we would know whether our, ignored the advice that the model gives, then we would know whether the predictions were good or not. But obviously, no government would do this. No government would risk its population getting affected simply to, to test the model. It's similar with finance, right? So if, if for example, I'm trying to predict whether stock market is going to go next, if I have a very accurate model and then I just release this information to the public, then my model stops being accurate. Why is that? Well, the reason is that people, that the market is going to react to my model. Yeah, so if I'm saying that, yes, this stock is going to, you know, go up tomorrow or next week or whatever, then it's clear that there are going to be buyers who are going to buy this stock. And eventually the prediction itself is going to invalidate the model. So with COVID, unfortunately, we're in a situation where we don't have much data and the forecasts affect the thing that we're trying to forecast. And also we don't have a good understanding of the phenomenon itself. So what the scientists ended up doing, what the experts ended up doing is they ended up using epidemiological models which have been developed for other diseases and they work quite well if you have an accurate picture of the underlying rates of infection, of mortality, etc. And they simulated various scenarios, right? So they did, you know, worst case, best case scenario analysis. And this helped inform policy. And the problem with this approach is that it's obviously quite complicated. You know, so if you're a scientist, you know, it makes sense to you, but probably doesn't make much sense for someone who's not in this field. But unfortunately, that's quite often that that's the best we can do, right? And that's the best we can do. So is this satisfactory answer? Well, I hope it is, because that's the best we can do. Unfortunately, we can always simplify things, but I guess that's the nature of reality, that's the nature of science. And even though we don't really have an accurate model of COVID, even though we don't have accurate models or forecasting models for many things, 
I believe we're lucky that epidemiology has some good models like the SIR model. SIR stands for susceptible, infectious or recovered, which was used to model COVID and at least gave us an idea of what could be the worst case scenario. Now, would the worst case scenario materialize? We don't know. Was it a good idea to lock down so many countries and risk a global recession? Again, we don't know. And again, talking about the recession, we have forecasting models and econometric models for that as well. And quite often they go wrong, like this was the case with the financial crisis of 2008. So I guess, you know, the world is a complicated place and modeling can be complicated, science can be complicated, but it's good to know that, you know, we're making progress and it's still good to know that in the face of this pandemic, even though the, the response of most countries was not ideal, still humanity as a whole, the scientific community as a whole, in the end, managed to find a way to make things better. Again, this is early May. We're not sure how things are going to unfold, but for now, things look like they're going to get better. So I hope that everyone out there is safe and I hope that you found this useful. I didn't go in much depth in forecasting, etc. I just wanted to provide a brief explanation of why it can be so difficult to model phenomena like COVID-19. But if anyone is interested to know more, just feel free to drop me an email. So thank you and hope to see you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit thedatascientist.com for more content about data science, AI, and blockchain.